the SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime. Good morning, I'm Nate Gardner with SEN News. The Prime Minister is being accused of lying about the cancellation of Qatar flights into Australia. A report found Anthony Albanese met with ex-Qantas boss Alan Joyce six weeks after the national carrier began pushing the government to reject the extra flights. But Liberal MP Angus Taylor telling Nine the PM told Parliament he was never lobbied by the airline. How is it that he said in Parliament that he hadn't done a deal with Qantas and now we find out that there was a meeting? You can't imagine for a moment they didn't talk about this issue. ADF personnel assigned to help in the clean-up effort in flood and storm-ravaged southeast Queensland are mobilising today. Meantime, Victoria's northeast has been bearing the brunt of storms as more wild weather moved across the state last night. New figures show a record number of asylum seekers arriving in Australia by plane. More than 2,000 new arrivals came to our shores every month between last August and November. Vietnam topping the list, followed by China and Vanuatu. Dramatic footage has emerged out of Perth of a man being chased down by a beachgoer after he allegedly tried to run away from police. It's alleged officers found the man had been driving without a licence before he legged it. The 29-year-old has been charged. And a mobile phone ban for South Australian schools has led to a 30% drop in schoolyard violence since the statewide introduction. Coming up... SEN Sport. The IKEA sale is almost over with up to 50% off hundreds of products and IKEA family members get an extra 10% off. Shop IKEA now, in-store or online. Day two of the pink test is up and running at the SCG. A short time ago, the Aussies were none for 17, almost 300 runs behind with David Warner and Usman Khawaja at the crease. It's hoped the weather will hold up, although the forecast is for a 70% chance of showers in Sydney this afternoon. Don't forget, you can hear all the action here on SEN. The Australian Women's Health Diary does more than help organise our lives. It helps raise funds for breast cancer research. Get yours from news agents, select Woolworths and participating post offices. Relatively quiet conditions around Melbourne on this Thursday. Bingle and breakdown free, good run. All the major arterials just a tad sluggish inbound. The Packy bypasses it. Head past Hillsville, Cooey Up Road. There's uh, closures to that road plus the ramps due to roadworks. The King Living Summer Sale is on now. Save up to 50% on selected Australian designed indoor and outdoor furniture. Sale on now. Visit your nearest King Living showroom today. That's the latest traffic on SEN Track, your home of racing this summer. BBL 13 here in Ball Live this summer on your home of cricket, SEN. Miss your favourite show? Want to catch up on an interview? Download and listen to every SEN podcast when you want it. Or on the SEN app. Thoroughbred Sales. Compare all your available options at thoroughbredsales.com.au. Partly cloudy in the east and far north with isolated showers becoming sunny in the southwest. A mild to warm day with light to moderate south to southeasterly winds. And don't miss Cam Luke and David Taggart for Thursday Trackside this afternoon on SEN Track. Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Toby McKinnon on SEN Track. Join the conversation on 0499 736 736. 
Thursday morning, the 4th of January. It's definitely not Toby McKinnon. Paul Sebastiani is my name. Stepping into the host chair for Toby, who's uh, he's away for the time being. So hopefully he's enjoying a new year. If you're tuning in, Toby, a uh, very happy new year, mate. Hope you're going very well. Uh, in the co-host chair with me today, uh, she's a new addition to HRV, part of their media crew. And uh, without further ado, we'll... Uh, Get us straight on the mic. Uh, Bronte Newenberg. Bronte, good morning. Good morning. I'm happy to be here. So you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rightio. So we have got a big program coming up uh, this morning, Bronte. We've got Steve Cleave. He'll have his uh, little black book like he always does on Thursday. So it'll be great to have a chat uh, with him. He's part of the family here at SEN Track. Uh, Tori Hutchins is going to join us. Now, she's a very intriguing guest because she trained her first winner. In the, in the harness racing industry uh, a few days ago. So we're going to have a chat with her. Now, she did tell me she was a little bit nervy yeah, in phone she interviews. Might be. I mean, she did seem quite good in the interview she did on the article I read online. She answered some questions very well. So I think she'll be okay. So it's up to us to make it uh, yeah. smooth sailing for her. Uh, we'll be joined by uh, NZ Harness Racing journalist Mickey Guerin. Uh, Simon Jones as well will join us for a bit of form analysis for South Australian Harness Racing too. And we're hopefully uh, going to get Jack Law on the line as well a little bit later uh, in the program. So plenty to get through. We'll be getting through some tips and form analysis, all the main racing news uh, out of Harness Racing across Australia over the last couple of days and what's to come from now until the rest of the weekend. Uh, but Bronte, uh, I'm assuming these, this is your, well, one of, if not your first time on the SEN track radio airwaves uh how are you finding it so far in your first minute and 47 seconds (laughs) (laughs) this is actually my second time sitting in this chair oh wow first time i came on with toby and i have to tell you i don't know how we ended up toby made me feel so lost he took me on a tour that felt like (laughs) through the whole office and then i was stressing out this morning i was like how do i find this room we got up the lift and we just turned a corner and you were there and i was like what happened last time no 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 we're uh hopefully i've guided you around a little bit better than uh what toby did i I don't want to throw him under the bus but um we'll open up a little bit of a uh a little bit of a gap later in the program to talk in depth about this but you uh you don't just do uh, your form analysis and your media work—you've got a, a a little app. Well, I say little. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to make it sound like it's um, nothing huge because it is. A, it is a big thing. But the Sulky app. Talk to us a little bit about that before we get stuck into the rest of the program. Yeah. So Sulky app is a harness racing form tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most simple way to put it is we've worked out the time difference of every track across Australia yep. for harness racing, and. We've also normalised when a horse races, we can adjust their mile rate to as if they're racing on a thousand metre track and it's just over a mile and they raced on the fence the whole time. And the reason we do this is that when horses then go into future races, all of their race times are normalised into comparable. And the reason we do this in harness racing especially is that every track is so different. So Mildura to Melton, for example, they're just hugely different. So when we have form like that, the horses can be compared so accurately and it's, it becomes a form tool because you can see how horses yep. react to each other and it's it's been really good. Um, yeah, it's a subscription base at this stage and still growing. It's our mm-hmm. first year. I think this is, this week would be our first first year since we went live. So what's the, what's the vision and mission? How do you see it progressing from now until, I don't know, long term, say a year or two down yeah. the track? 
I mean, I don't really know how to get from A to B at this stage. It's all a work in the process. Yep. But we really do want it to be available for free to everyone in the industry. Because nice. it's such a valuable tool. And of course. Yeah, it's, we'll work out how to get there. And we also want to continue to build our stats. We have just int- introduced driver stats so we can say yep. which like driver is more aggressive and all of the stats that maybe some of them don't like, but <laughs> us funders like. Exactly right. So where can we find, uh, I'm assuming it'll be on your uh, your smartphone stores, mm-hmm. the, the iPhone store and all that kind of stuff? It's actually just a website. So yep. app. It's one of the apps that are available on our website and... Um, yeah, we, it's not available on an app store just because of the way it functions. App stores don't update data the same way that a software application on the internet works. And I mean, that's a bit above my pay grade when it comes to uh, design of an application. But yeah, it's available on app. Very nice. Uh, and where is your, with regards to jurisdiction, I know you're a, you're a Queensland lady. Uh, is that where you focus your form or are you just all, all over the joint? Uh, me personally, yeah. uh, Victoria, and okay. es- especially since I moved here about two months ago and started working for Harness Racing Victoria full-time, my full attention has been on HRV and, yeah, I love it. I love all of the Victorian racing now. Is that... Uh, is it, see, this is, this is, see, with my thoroughbred punting, that's, uh, I focus purely on Victoria as well. Is it... Is it a quality thing? Do you find it's easier to do form? Do you find it's easier to find winners? Do you find it's more profitable? Do you find that it's the racing's a bit more enjoyable? What, what's the what's the attraction to Victorian harness? I, and I don't want to. I mean, because I, I I love racing all across Australia, of course. But you know, we've got listeners all across Australia and and, and around overseas as well. But what's the what's the attraction for Victoria? There's a few different elements and I think when I'm talking about Sulky Up, the fact that all the tracks are different sizes allows for more value. There could be a horse that ran sensational sectional times at a random small track north in Victoria and then they come and they race in the city and it may be missed in the market because it may look slow on paper but actually was fantastic. So I like to find value in Victoria but the other reason is I just love the Victorian participants and watching them succeed and grow and all the small stories I personally love watching. So, yeah, I don't know if that is... I don't want to say it's because I love the people because that makes it sound bad for the other states, but I, I do love the Victorian participants. I reckon it'll make the text line fire up. Yeah, uh, 499 736 The text line uh, is always open. A very warm welcome to all our listeners, of course, in the Riverina uh, region, which Toby always uh, makes reference to because we've got a we have a, a host of listeners uh, out of uh, out of the Riverina area, which is a, a lovely place of, uh, of Australia and plenty of harness racing connections out there. Uh, so, again, on the other side of our first break, which we'll get to in just a moment, Steve Cleave is going to join us uh, to have a chat about his little black book, which, by the way, Bronte, absolutely flying at the moment. Oh, it is. He had four... So when we were on air on Saturday... Uh, or it might have been, or it might have been during the week. Uh, I asked him. I said, "Oh, how's the little black book going? What, what have you got for us this weekend?" And he had four runners, and I, I think he went four from four. He landed an each way bet at about. It, it didn't win, but I think it ran Jillaby. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him on the other side of the bracket. It was about forty to one, and ended up running third and ran, ran a bottler of a race. So, is it gun, Steve? Yeah, and the worst part is, is I'm guilty of this. I've never actually done a multi or anything with his tips, and they always are just so brilliant. And I'm just going to put it out there: I, I haven't followed them purely because I just see them too late, and I, oh, I'm going to do it this week. What is your preference with regards to punting? Are you just a win in each way? Uh, I have this dream of winning a multi bet, 
And it's never happened. Uh, it's it's never, ever happened. But because of that, I just stick to $1 bets and I put $1 on a multi at the bottom and just hope it all comes together. Are you one of those Tatslotto multi type of people that puts in about 20 legs and hopes that a dollar is going to get you a million? Yeah. Or? yeah, I am. And quite a few times it's got to 19 out of the 20. So every time that has happened, it's broken my heart a little bit more. It's not about what you lost in the dollar. It's about what you could have won. Yeah, Ryan Sanderson got me last week on a first starter. I don't know why I threw a first starter in my multi. It's not his fault. That's that's cardinal sin, isn't it, for a multi? Yeah, I don't know why I did it. It was the leg that failed. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We always have to get those messages out of the way uh, on this program. Um, Steve Cleave is going to join us in a moment's time. For those wondering uh, throughout the program, we're going to be joined by Tori Hutchins. For those just tuning in, uh, Mickey Guerin's going to join us as well. Simon Jones for some South Australian form analysis. Um, Mick as well uh, over in New Zealand. Uh, there's a horse that could potentially be uh, heading to the Hunter Cup for 2024. So we're going to um, we are going to ask him uh, about that, which is going to be very, very uh, intriguing. So uh, there's a little bit going on with regards to New Zealand horses coming across the Tasman to tackle our. Uh, our star uh, runners here over the next couple of months. So we'll chat to Mickey about all of that. Simon will give us all the form analysis for, for South Australia. Um, you and I will have a chit-chat about the Sulky app a bit later in the program so we can go into a bit of depth with that. And it might even give you time to do the form for this weekend. <laughs> putting me on the spot. I've thrown you under the bus there. Yeah. I've definitely thrown you under the bus. Uh, for those wondering, Bronte hasn't done her form for this weekend, so <laughs> you can give us some stick about it on the text line. Uh, 0499736736, get involved with us here on Trot's Life. We're going to get to a break, and on the other side, uh, the great man Steve Cleave is going to join us for the little black book. Don't go anywhere. Trot's Life will be back on the other side. Straight from London's West End, the Choir of Man premieres tonight at the Art Centre Melbourne. Don't miss this pint-filled good time. Book your tickets now for the Choir of Man. On breakfast, Jared Waitley said, we just need to cool our jets a little bit when saying Pat Cummins might be our greatest cricketer since Don Bradman. Let's let Pat Cummins become Dennis Lilly yes. first <laughs> before we shoot any further, but he is unique, a fast bowling captain, the team's number one weapon as well as its leader, and that's that's brilliant. That's something that uh, Australian cricket has denied itself for generations and, and seen it is absolutely thrilling. So I feel like he is on track to be Dennis Lilly. So let, let's let him be that first. Join Bryce McGain and Kane Corns tomorrow morning. The SEN track open line. Call now on 1300-2355-48. The Melbourne Beer Fest is back. Experience over 350 unique, exotic and small batch craft beers, ciders and cocktails in over two jam-packed sessions. Guaranteeing twice the offerings and fun throughout the day. All complemented by the very best in gourmet local street food. With live music day and night, comedy from Nick Cody, Midnight Juggernaut, Stuff Funk Tribute Show and more. It'll be a cracking day out with mates. Melbourne Beer Fest, Katani Gardens, St Kilda, Saturday, February 24. Tickets on sale at beerfestivals.com.au. Always drink responsibly. Don't miss the 51st running of the John McGrath Auto Group Black Opal Stakes, Sunday, March 10, 2024. This bumper 10 race card at Thoroughbred Park will be Canberra's first million-dollar race day with four stakes races, including the Tab Canberra Cup. Celebrate Canberra's premier race day in style with marquee and hospitality options, including Tab facilities on site. Gates open at 12 with local racing starting at 1. The John McGrath Auto Group Black Opal Stakes, Sunday, March 10. Visit thoroughbredpark.com.au. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Did you know that Red Energy is owned by the Great Snowy Hydro? 
which is great news if you're looking for a 100% Aussie-owned energy company. You'll feel right at home with great Aussie service. Red Energy's great customer solutions team is right here on Aussie soil, so you'll benefit from dealing one-on-one with a locally-based, award-winning team. Now's a great time to get in touch with Red Energy on 131806 or visit the Red Energy website. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. See redenergy.com.au for more details. Odds aren't looking good, boys. We should search. Surge! Take racing up a notch with Ladbrokes Odd Surge. Activate Odd Surge and get bigger odds paid as cash. Available on all races at the Gold Coast this Saturday. Ladbrokes, this magic millions carnival. Max bet $100. First odd search bet only. T's and C's apply. See website for details. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. How do you deal with loneliness? I was working about 1,500 kilometres away from home and it was very isolating. When I felt like I had some worth about who I was and what I was doing, I could be alone but still be okay. Even when you're on your own, there is hope to deal with loneliness. I'm Richard Fox from messagesofhope.org.au. For more about understanding loneliness and finding hope when you feel lonely, go to messagesofhope.org.au. The year of racing on SEN Track certainly was memorable. And here at SEN Track, we thank Tyre Power for their support as a major broadcast partner and helping us cheer on all the great moments on the track. One of the tags is best of the day there. The hot summer sale is on now. Power through your summer with selected Kumo passenger, SUV and four-wheel drive tyres. Buy three, get one free. Stay safe on the roads with Tyre Power. To find your Aussie-owned local independent Tyre Power dealer, visit tyrepower.com.au. Hi, Gary. Line here. Good mornings. Start with temper. Temper's range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Also, if you're like me and have ongoing back concerns, temper mattresses assist in alleviating your pain. Find your perfect position with an easy-to-use wireless remote and massage function available at the touch of a button. Experience the temper range today. You can view temper athlete stories at temper.com.au. Temper, a mattress like no other. Stay on the pace. While you're on the road, SEN Track is now available on Apple CarPlay so you can keep up with all the latest racing, commentary and late-breaking news. When it happens in racing, SEN Track has you covered. Find the SEN app on Apple CarPlay. Own a caravan, campervan or motorhome? With Camplify, you can safely rent it out when you're not using it to help pay for that next adventure or project around the house. Listing is free and simple. Visit camplify.com.au and find out why it pays to share. When the big moments in sport happen, you can count on SEN to be there. The big moments in sport, 24-7. Your home of sport, SEN. Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Toby McKinnon on SEN Track. Join the conversation on 0499 736 736. It's time to take a peek into the little black book. It is indeed time to take a peek into the little black book for our man, Steve Cleave. This is Trots Live, Thursday, the 4th of January, 2024. A very, very happy new year to those just tuning in. Uh, Paul Sebastiani is my name. Bronte Neuenberg is with us as well. We were just having a chat off air, Bronte, that 
Steve's uh, little black book is going great guns at the moment. Absolutely fantastic. And, and uh, you said you were spewing that you didn't put in a, his tips into a multi. Very. So hopefully we can find some more winners that Bronte can put into a multi uh, this weekend. Steve, good, e- uh, good good evening. It usually is good evening when you and I are on air, but this is good morning now. This is the first time we're doing it in the morning, I think, since last week. Yeah, it's a bit unusual for us to do it in the morning. Very strange. It's, uh, it's, an, it's an evening show for us for sure. But uh, good morning to you and Bronte. I hope you're both going well. And, uh, yeah, the little black book, how good was last week? We got three winners from the four – well, sorry, three collects from the four selections that we had. And the odds that they came up with was just amazing. Jellyby Jack Sparrow ran third at $4.20 the place. Ebony's Avenger won at $5.50. And then Elawong Awesome ran second at $1.70 the place. Unfortunately, Golden Sunset ran fourth, led all the way. Just got tired late. But our $200 game plan had a $387 return. So uh, pressure's on again for this week, I think. I think it is as well, uh, Steve. But you're a man who's able to handle pressure pretty well, I'd have thought. So... Uh, I, I reckon you'll go to the line hard hell the way you're going, uh, the way the little black book's going uh, over the last couple of days. We'll certainly be trying. Uh, they say pressure makes diamonds, but I'm not sure if I've got to that point. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say you have. So uh, last last Saturday was uh, was a big fill up. So was the weekend. So uh, where is the little black book focusing its attention to this weekend, sir? Yeah, this weekend we are at Bendigo Saturday night. It is the Garrard's Horse and Hound Bendigo Pacing Cup night. And uh, we have a few runners, but we, uh, we're only betting into two races. So I'll go through the runners and the bets as we come along them. But race number two, we have one runner in number eight, Illawong Awesome. Ran second for us last week. This horse is just kicking down the door for a win. Hopefully it's Saturday night. It's got a following draw uh, on the in, on the pegs, which isn't a bad spot to be around Bendigo. So all we need is a little bit of clear running. It'll be flying home at the finish. We're only having a small bet, though. A $10 win bet, $20 place bet, race two, number eight. Love it. Um, and were there any horses from the weekend that, uh, that, that caught your eye with regards to going forward uh, in the Little Black Book? Maybe ones that you haven't written down just yet, but... Um, ones that you sort of just kept your left or right eye peeled out for? Uh, the only ones actually that made it back into the Black Book were ones that were already in there. So uh, nothing else made its way into the Black Book. So uh, it was an interesting weekend. A little bit hard too because it wasn't there was no Metropolitan Racing on, um, which also changes the fields and whatnot. But, uh, but that's okay. The ones that are in the Black Book just did a fantastic job and, and earned their place in there again. So... Uh, We'll, um, we'll just have to keep an eye at this Saturday night. I'm sure we'll get a couple of extra horses coming in. And our next runner moves on to race four, number seven, Rebel Stoke for Anton Galino and Nathan Jack. This horse is racing really well at the moment. Tricky barrier draw, but no bet on this race. Okay, very, very interesting. Uh, Bronte, you've got a question uh, for Steve with regards to the little black book. So I'll hand over to Bronte. What's on the Black Book in 2024? Any changes to the system or is it much the same? Um, the way it operates will be the same. I'd like to make it a lot bigger and a lot more accessible. So a little bit of work with uh, hopefully HRV and the RISE crew. I'd love to get this as a subscription service where people can register their mm-hmm. details and have the little Black Book sent to their email 
each week. So they have the runners right there in front of them. Um, and then, well, I don't know if it'll happen this year or not, but if I can get a couple of people to get on board with me, I'll, uh, I wouldn't mind doing some country meetings throughout the week as well and, and really expanding it because at the moment it's mainly just the, the metropolitan meetings that we're doing. So hopefully we can make it bigger and better than ever. What about with regards to, because uh, I know you, you, you obviously have, um, there's, there's a clear focus on, on the Victorian form. Is, is there a possibility as well that it could, I know it, it can extend out to interstate and I'm sure it does as well, but is there a possibility that it could extend out um, more so into WASA, Queensland and even, even Tassie as well for that, for that matter? Uh, the only way that could happen is if I was to be able to hook up with some decent uh, people in those states. Yep. Um, I yep. certainly don't have time to be to be following. I, I struggle to follow all of Victoria. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but look, you know, as I said, I, I do really want to build this out and I think it's a great tool that we've got and it's it's getting a huge following. So, you know, if there's someone in Queensland that jump, wants to jump on that, you know, does their form, uh, you know, explicably well and, and, you know, sort of can sit there and really nut out what the Black Book is all about, then uh, I'm always happy to, to look at, you know, joining up. I might be looking at someone right now that could potentially do that for Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> Throw me under the bus again. Thank you. There's a lot of buses go past there. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty, Steve. There's absolutely plenty. Well, that we could put the feelers out over the text line, uh, 0499 736 736. Any, any astute judges out there interstate that want to give Steve a hand with his... Uh, Little black book, uh, by all means. I'm sure they'll they'll probably charge a premium as well, Steve. I reckon that's just the way the industry oh, is, isn't it? <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Uh, this is something I do for free, so uh, I need to change that. I think that might be what I need to change in 2024. Hey, if you're good at something, don't do it for free, mate. No, that's it. That's it. We'll, we'll keep working on it. Yeah. So hopefully we can continue on, uh, you know, getting winners like we did last week, and uh, you never know what might happen. But absolutely. Uh, we'll Keep going through the tips. Race five, we've got two runners in this one. In number two, RC Phoenix, and number five, Ebony's Avenger, who won for us last week. Yes. Uh, this is the Elder Baron Park Mary Mile. It is going to be a very quickly run race, but there is no bet in this race. Okay, so no bet in the race. If if it was to get to a point, now is that price orientated or is it just with the way the race shape sets up? Uh, so basically, I try to pick out our best chances from the little black book. So if we've got 13 runners, I just look for what the best chances are. And I mean, in this race, RC Phoenix has definitely got a good chance. Queen Elida has come back from the Inner Dominion series. You know, she's going to go around favourite, Mufasa Metro. But I just don't have enough confidence in it. So I'd rather stick to the ones that I've got confidence yep. in for the for the betting plan. But for anyone that's following the little black book, you could follow, follow every single runner if you like. Our $200 game plan is just to give you an idea of how I would play this meeting because even though they're in the black book, that race, that barrier draw, that speed map just may not suit them and we want to wait till next week. So, yeah, for me, not having a bet in the race, it's, it's nothing against, you know, the horses or anything like that. They're in our black book because we think they can win, but it just may not be this race. Okay, awesome. And where can they uh, where can they find uh, or, or is that is that all we've got, or you still got if we still got more in the black book to come? No, we've still got more in the black. Okay, book. Okay, go fire away, mate. Fire away. Don't don't yeah. don't worry about me. You you just go off and fire away, mate. That's all right. So then we move on to race six, where we have two more runners. We've got Dillaby Jack Sparrow, number four, who has done an amazing job for us in the little black book. Yep, he had two wins at six dollars. 
at $2.70 and then ran third last week for us at $4.50 to place. Like, you just couldn't ask for a better horse in the black book. He is absolutely flying. And number eight, Sly Terror. But again, no bet in this race. But that brings us up to the Garrards. Horse and Hound, Benigo Pacing Cup at 10 past nine. Race number seven. We have four runners in this race. We are backing three of them. We have number one, Serge Blanco. Number six, Beyond the Light. Number seven, Coravelli Star. And number nine, Max Delight. Now, it's not very often I'll have three bets in a race, but I honestly think we can trifecta this race. So my, my major bet, race seven, number six, Beyond the Light. I'm having $100 straight out. If this horse gets clear two strides earlier than it did last start, it wins. And the fact that it's not drawn on the inside of the second row this week, they'll be making their own luck. I can't really see them beating it. I think he's almost a good thing. So $100 straight out, number six, Beyond the Light. And then both number one and nine, Serge Blanco, Max Delight, just a $5 win bet, but $30 place bet on each of those. So we're having $170 of our $200 on the Bendigo Pacing Cup. I love it. Perfect. Um, and have we got any more uh, Any more little uh, yep. doozies? All right, fire away, sir. There's one more runner, but no more bets because we have spent our $200 game plan. Yep. But race eight, number six, Paradise Valley is also going around for the little black book. So that is uh, Bendigo meeting Saturday night covered with the little black book. If you had to pick one as your best black book this weekend, which one would it be, Steve? Uh, definitely beyond the light. I just think he, uh, on his run last week, I think he just stays out of trouble and he'll, he'll be winning. Um, probably not the value that we want to get, but I, I just still think he was just, he would have been too good last week if he gets out any earlier. So, uh, I look for even more improvement this week with a clearer run. Do you think that he will actually find the front though? Obviously that's such a fast gate speed front line. Um, I don't think they'll really worry about it. It really comes down to how they come off. It's a 2,650-metre race. He doesn't need to lead. He's got exceptional high speed. He's as good a sit sprinter as he is a leader. So either way, I think James will just come off the gate, sum it up. If they want to go crazy early, it'll, it'll suit him because he'll sit back and just go bang. If they don't want to be, you know, up in front and they're all happy to hand up, then James will probably just roll around. So... I don't think they'll have a set plan in mind just by the way that horse can race. Do you think it means anything on the driver's connections that Mark Pitt chose to drive the stable mate Hurricane Harley? Uh, no, I think um, that might have been just the, the stable choice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I probably, because James is familiar with Beyond Delight as well. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, the stable think, well... You know, you've driven him a few times, you, you stick to him. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, Mark drove him last start, but prior to that, James had driven him, I think, the last three or four runs. So, um, yeah, no no surprise that James is on him and, and pity's on uh, Hurricane Harley. Steve, uh, you're a star, mate. Uh, the Little Black Book, hopefully it goes great guns again this weekend like it did uh, last weekend. It's, it's only Little Black Book by name, uh, Steve, but there are plenty of big winners to be found in it. Absolutely, mate. And I'll be back on tomorrow morning with Dan Malecki to go through each and every race for Bendigo on Saturday night. So not only the Little Black Book winners, we'll be trying to find you a winner in every race on the card. Love it. You're a star, mate. We'll chat very soon. 
Legend. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much. There we go. Steve Cleave, uh, Little Black Book. Hopefully we can find some winners this weekend. Uh, we're going to get to the news and we'll be back on the other side. The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime. Making SEN News this hour, Southeast Queenslanders are being warned the clean-up from a series of severe storms and flooding could take months. If you've visited Sydney CBD, you're being warned to be alert for symptoms of Legionnaire's disease, with seven cases confirmed. Officials in Iran believe terrorists are behind the explosions that killed over 100 people and injured dozens at a memorial service. The death toll from this week's powerful earthquake in Japan has reached 62, and US rapper Snoop Dogg will be part of NBC. Olympic commentary team at this year's Paris Games. SEN Sport is next. Berwick Volkswagen, from the new Amarok to the stylish T-Rock SUV. Berwick Volkswagen has you covered. Day two of the pink test is up and running at the SCG. A short time ago, the Aussies were none for 17, almost 300 runs behind, with David Warner and Usman Khawaja at the crease. It's hoped the weather will hold up, although the forecast is for a 70% chance of showers in Sydney this afternoon. Don't forget, you can hear all the action here on SEN. The all-new SEN app. Download it today and never miss a moment of your favourite show. Streaming live, anywhere, anytime. The biggest EPL games live every Saturday and Sunday night live right here on SEN. Thoroughbred Sales. Compare all your available options at thoroughbredsales.com.au. Partly cloudy in the east and far north with isolated showers becoming sunny in the southwest. A mild to warm day with light to moderate south to southeasterly winds. And don't miss Cam Luke and David Taggart for Thursday Trackside this afternoon on SEN Track. Listening to Trust Life with Toby McKinnon. Trots live here on SEN Track right across Australia. Thursday, the 4th of January, Paul Sebastiani in the driver's seat for Toby McKinnon. Bronte Newenberg joins us as well. Uh, Bronte, you've uh, got, a, got a little bit off the text line that we need to get to. Uh, Jason uh, has asked you a question. Jason from Moorbuck. He asked, Bronte, he even put the, uh, what are the two dots on top of the E? The oh, accent? Yeah, throwing me under the bus. Right. <laughs> I don't know the technical word for that, but I think it's a... Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll say it's an accent. I know it's yeah. not an accent, but it looks like an accent. Where, where did you work uh, before you came to SCN track? Uh, and what was your first memory in harness racing? There you go. Okay. It's a bit of a long-winded answer, yes. I guess. <laughs> I actually work for Harness Racing Victoria. There you go. Um, and I also have Sulky App as a side business. Yep. So they're the two things that are functioning now and have been. Sulky App's been live for a year. Before that, it was a year's work of form analysis to bring it to life. My history professionally is uh, marketing. I studied marketing and then I got a job helping manage the marketing department for one of Queensland's leading pharmacies. At the same time, I was helping train a team of horses at home at Tambourine. Rightio. So that is my history, uh, recent history, professional history. But my first memory in harness racing... I actually, I'm so sorry, but I don't know. My dad has owned horses my (laughs) whole entire life, but... um, it could even be when I was about three years old, we're in the Netherlands and uh, my mum and dad took my sister and I to a harness racing track there. Oh, that's awesome. So that's probably that's my first memory. memory. There yeah. you go. Absolutely. That's perfect. That's a perfect memory. Now, it is very popular over in that side of the world, Netherlands, Sweden. Italy, France. Italy, France. 
Serbia, I think the, uh, what's his name, Nikola Djokic, Mm -hmm. the uh, Denver Nuggets centre. He's a harness racing man. He goes back to his hometown when he finishes up in America and he actually he helps his family with the training of his harness yeah, horses. So interesting. There's, there's stories everywhere. Uh, big fella's in the house as well. Hope you're doing well, Big Fella. He said he's uh, off for a drive and he's got us, uh, well, he's got us uh, on air in the car. So, Big Fella, hope you're doing well. Uh, good luck to your Brisbane Lions this year as well. I know you and I have a bit of a, we have a bit of banter when it comes to the footy. So, now... Also, just confirm that you and I, the interpretation of footy between you and I is vastly different. Vastly different. So you're a rugby... When when I say footy, you think rugby league. Yes. When I say footy, I think Aussie rules. And I don't even know anything about Aussie rules. <laughs> That's not good. That is not good. Uh, we're going to have to teach her here. If she's going to be if she's going to be working for Harness Racing Victoria, ladies and gentlemen, off the text line, uh, she's going to need to pick up... If I, You know what? You know who you're going to follow? You're going to follow Carl. You know what else I need? I need to find where you made that sound effect so then I can actually give it back to you. I'll show you in the ad break. Yeah, there okay. you go. Um, okay. Yeah, just give me a thumbs up when you want to play it. And you, you won't uh, do it if it's... No, no, I will. I will. Yeah. Hey, hey, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. There, there's no... Fair's fair. <laughs> fair's fair, Bronte. Fair is fair. Uh, join in on the text line 0499... 736 736. Uh, we are going to punch a break out the way. And then on the other side, we're going to be joined by a guest who trained her first ever winner in the harness racing industry a few days ago. She goes by the name of Tori Hutchins. So if you have any questions to send in, feel free to do so. You'll help Bronte and I do our job for the next 10 to 15 minutes. 0499 736 Seven three six. We're going to get a break out the way. On the other side, Tori Hutchins will join us. Trots Life, don't go anywhere. Thursday, fourth of January. Not too many complaints around the major arterials. No crashes or breakdowns getting in your way. Slight congestion on the EJ Witten Bridge, though, on the Ring Road at Greens Rebound. And we're seeing delays thanks to works in Cranbourne, Cameron Street, closed to Berwick Cranbourne Road. You can use the South Gippsland Highway. Pick up weekly winners at Coles Express, like Peter's Vanilla Drumsticks, for only $3 while stocks last. Offers available from Thursday to Wednesday. New offers launched each week. That's the latest traffic on SEN Track, your home of racing this summer. The Australian Open 2024 here at Live on your home of sport, SEN. You're listening to SEN Track. We kept up to date with all the latest harness, greyhound and thoroughbred news right here on SEN Track. Roll on up to the ultimate harness racing experience as the Trots Country Cup Carnival arrives in Bendigo for the Garrett's Horse and Hound Bendigo Pacing Cup. Saturday night, enjoy scintillating Country Cup racing, also featuring the Group 1 Aldebaran Park Maori Mile. There's plenty of kids' activities, food trucks and live entertainment or book a dining package today. Non-stop racing, music and fun. Be part of the Trots Country Cup Carnival. Visit thetrots.com.au forward slash events for details. Hey guys, Sam Harper here from the Melbourne Stars. There's only a couple of big bash games left at the G this summer. Join us this Saturday as we take on the Sydney Sixers. Tickets from melbournestars.com.au. See you at the G. Merry Christmas from the all-new Lilydale GWM. Our 2023 plate clearance sale continues into the new year. You can save up to 4000 bucks on selected 2023 GWM Canon U and Havel SUV range. Lilydale GWM serves from Croydon to Alexandra, Eldon to Yarra Junction and everywhere in between. Go with more and experience GWM utes and SUVs. Take a test drive today at all-new Lilydale GWM. 328 Main Street, Lilydale. Lilydalegwm.com.au. 
G'day Australia, Glenn McGrath here. At the McGrath Foundation, we're committed to ensuring that no one with breast cancer misses out on care. And every virtual pink seat we sell during the NRMA Insurance Pink Test will help reach our goal of 250 McGrath breast care nurses this year. Unite in pink and buy your virtual pink seat at pinktest.com.au. Crikey! Save $100 over five months on selected Mate Unlimited Internet plans. Use promo code SAVE20 at checkout. Say goodbye to high bills, make the switch to Mate. But wait, there's more. Bundle internet with a Mate mobile plan on Australia's trusted network and snag a further $10 off per month. That's a total bundle saving of $150 over five months. No worries, no hassle. Just pure value with Mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au or search Mate online. Terms and conditions apply. Do deals these days feel like they're not good enough? (sighs) Well, here at Tango Energy, we're turning energy prices on their head. That's right. At Tango Energy, we have some shockingly low energy rates you might find hard to beat. And while we've been turning prices upside down, we've also made switching to Tango easy. Now you can switch in minutes using our online sign-up. Want to see if you could save? Head over to tangoenergy.com and see the low rates for yourself. If there was a movie about my life, I think the perfect person to play me would be Christian Bale. If there was ever a movie made about my life, I would cast Miley Cyrus to play me as the lead. I was in love with her growing up. A great performer works hard at engaging audiences and even after the credits roll, they leave a lasting impression. That's why for over 85 years, Tobin Brothers Funerals continue to shine, genuinely caring for families. Get to know the team at tobinbrothers.com.au. Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. Try Brick Lane Brewing's One Love Pale Ale, your perfect summer beer with a bright, refreshing taste. Find it in your local Dan Murphy's. Here from the biggest names in sport on SEN. Drives the field goal right up the lane. Catch up on all the latest scores and news in the time it takes to get from the car park to the office with SEN's The Day's Play. Chris Golding, bang! Our team of expert commentators go over the results, cover the big talking points, plus share the match highlights and big moments. Bowls here to Robinson. Edge to Tango! SEN's The Day's Play. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Toby McKinnon on SEN Track. Join the conversation on 0499 736 736. For home, next in the field was Royal Eddard sticking to the pegs from Manhattan Lass and Sunshine from Heaven on the swing. McCartum in front to the out, uh, in front rather, Dr. Gojo, but McCartum went straight on by. McCartum has gone up to take the lead, drawing past Dr. Gojo and McCartum. McCartum won it by two metres over second, Dr. Gojo. Third in was Royal Eddard. Very well, welcome back to Trots Live here on SEN Track. Paul Sebastiani, Bronton Newberg with you, stepping in for Toby McKinnon and... That was the audio replay uh, of McCartan winning race five back at St. Arnold uh, on the 29th of December, we can say last year, uh, now Bronte. So it wasn't too long ago, though. But um, Tori Hutchins, uh, who trained her first ever winner with her second starter at St. Arnold, has been kind enough to spare a few minutes to have a chat about all of that and what's to come for 2024. Tori, thank you very much for joining us. How are you? 
Yes, I'm good, thank you. Very well, very well. Uh, does the audio replay of the win bring a bring a nice big fat smile to your face? Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> did you expect did you expect the horse to go as well uh, as it did uh, back on the 29th? Um, we were expecting a good run from him actually because his run before that was quite good and he'd been working better coming up to that race and yeah we were pretty happy with him that's awesome that's uh that's absolutely fantastic so how how long have you been uh in the game for now with regards to your um professional training license um i've had my license for a few months now um but he's just been behind the scenes getting work so that's why he hadn't had a start while i've had my license yet so so yeah i've been in the game for bloody ages (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was actually going to ask you tori um how did you get into harness racing um my dad got shares in a trotter that maddie craven trained and so i just went out and helped school holidays and whenever i could and yeah that got me into it and i start i got my first proper job at maddie's and they just kicked off from there and uh is that how you met through that connection your partner and now training partner luke yeah, um, I was helping the Lees at that time and it was in COVID when we had the regional racing and I was bringing my horse up to Maribor and he was working at the track and, yeah, we just... <laughs> you hit it off talking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. So how many horses do you two have and work together now at the moment? Um, in my name, I've got two or three, but one's a, only a two-year-old trotter. Um, but two racehorses, and then we've got um, foregone conclusion in Paul's name that we're working because he's a bit out, out of action at the moment. Yeah, I heard. So that uh, foregone conclusion race was actually a special moment for you guys as well because not only was yeah. it your training uh, first win, but also because that horse won on the same day and it's in your care as well. Yeah, that one felt pretty good because he's a bit of a stable favourite. <laughs> yeah, how it's funny that the ones sometimes that aren't in your name are always the ones that have a special spot. You mentioned a trotter. I love horse breeding and I always come back to trotters. I love trotters. What is the breeding of this trotter? Um, she's Little Sky Valley um, out of Gladys Emanuel. Um, she's just turned two and we really like her. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. What are yeah, you setting her up She's mine. Um, oh, We'd love to just get her to the races for start. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but well, yes. So how you have the little trotter, so that's obviously something you're focusing on in the future. And what else is on the horizon for you guys now that you've put your name mm. on the board? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Go away, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> He's annoying you in the background. Put him on speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'd love to just, I don't know, get going a bit more, have a few more nicer horses. Um, we've just got a few battlers at the moment and we'd love to get a bit more quality, I guess, over quantity. And, um, yeah, just aim for some better races. We'd love to get a city runner at some point. That'd be good. I reckon a city winner not, might not be far away. You, you never, never know how far away these things can progress, and they can progress very <laughs> yeah. quickly, Tori. So there's no – we don't want to put any ceilings on it. Uh, we've actually got a text in off the text line, so uh, you're, you're a popular listener at the moment, a uh, <laughs> popular guest at the moment. Uh, th- this is a bit of a long-winded question. Uh, 
Jason from Moorabark has asked, what leaders have inspired you uh, early? Maybe maybe some of your heroes early in your life and maybe what's motivated you to to get into the industry. Are there any any people you look up to in the industry at the moment when you were younger up until now? Um, at the moment, I'm loving Greg and Jess. Yep. Because they're just a absolute powerhouse couple and mm-hmm. that's probably a goal of mine and Luke's. There we go. Well, there's the vision. <laughs> See, there's the vision for the stable. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Awesome. And what were your sort of earliest memories of of, of harness racing? Um, I did track work on all the Montes. That is what really got me into it. Um, And, of of course, as soon as I turned old enough to ride in the races, they stopped running them. (laughs) But um, I loved the Montes. I loved getting them going. We took them to the beach and gave them hit-outs on the beach and that, and that was good fun. I have so much admiration for you guys that drive Monty. I should say ride Monty. Uh, I think that's absolutely fantastic. It's, I would imagine, is it scarier? I, I can't, I'm the most uncoordinated person in this whole industry. So driving some horses I can't do, let alone riding horses as they trot. Well, I always, I never liked driving them until the last couple of years. I always rode them because I I've always ridden horses, so I always liked doing that. Um, but I found it a lot more comfortable on top than behind them. Philip, a few people say that I just I cannot physically put myself in that position. That's incredible. It's an incredible talent. Now, Tori, I was reading the article about McCartan's win, and it said that you're you're going to leave the driving alone. That's that's not going to be your area of expertise when it comes to when it comes to this training partnership. Yeah. Uh, Luke can, he can keep driving them. Oh, is that your decision? Take, did you hand, did you handball that off, or is that his call? No, that's not. Right. I, I've, it's never really been interest of mine to drive them. I like doing the track work and getting them to the races, and then handballing it off to someone else. Oh, that's for the all. pressure. Yeah, no, no, that's fair enough. That's all right. Someone's got to rule the roost when it comes to decision making. That's fair enough. Uh, what about outside of harness racing? What uh, what sort of puts you at ease outside of the stresses of? Uh, of trying to find winners and, and keep horses happy? Um, I like to go riding. No, there you so go. more horses. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> How do you solve the stress? More horses. I rate it. Rate it very, very high. <laughs> um, so, McCartan, when's, uh, when's this horse going to go around uh, next if we if we have missed it? Is, uh, I'm assuming in the next couple of days or the next couple of weeks? Um, we're looking at next week at Melton. There's a two lifetime win race again um see if we might send him around there to see if we're happy with him or not because he's a bit of a funny horse to keep happy so that's right as long as he keeps running like he did uh a few days ago uh he should yeah. be in good stead so um fingers crossed he can continue to go on with it and uh provide you with uh with a nice little kitty in the bank and uh many happy times ahead i'm sure uh, Tori, appreciate you joining us. What's on for the What's on for the rest of the day? I'm sure a busy one ahead. Um, well, Luke got up a bit late, so we're actually just <laughs> there. <laughs> there you go. There's one back. There's one back for him earlier in the piece. Uh, Tori, appreciate it. Uh, you said you're a little bit nervy uh, hopping on these phone interviews, but you've done us an absolute treat. That's all right. Thank you. No, you've done well. Star performer. Thank you very much. Thanks, uh, we'll chat very soon. Thanks for it. Don't don't be a stranger to Trot's life. <laughs> right. I'm sure we'll speak again Thank when there's you. a winner on the horizon. Thanks very much. 
Thank you. There we go. Tori Hutchins joining us uh, on the line. Yeah, training uh, her first uh, her first winner at second start at St. Arnold uh, St. Arnold in McCartum. See, it's always a case. Yeah. Uh, Bronte, you say, oh, a little bit nervy with the uh, media stuff and all that, but those are usually the ones that are the best uh, the best media performers. So. Get the most stories usually. Exactly out of right. Them. Exactly right. Uh, so that was uh, Tori Hutchins joining us, and that's what Trot's life is all about. It's not always about the mega stables and the mega training duos and the the mega horses that we see in the industry. It's all about people starting from uh, starting from scratch and and building themselves up into something uh, that they may not have dreamed of. So um, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll hear plenty more of uh, Tori Hutchins and uh, and her horses very very shortly. So. Um, we're going to have a bit of a breather. We will take a break uh, and we'll have a bit of a, uh, a chit-chat on the other side of this. We'll get back into the Sulky app. What's to come for this weekend as well? Uh, what do we have this weekend? What are the main races this weekend? We were mentioning them before we went to where. We've got the Maori, uh, the Maori uh, Mile. At Bendigo. And the Bendigo Cup. The Bendigo Cup, which are the two main feature events uh, Saturday. Of, the, of the evening, which will yeah. be fantastic. We'll be covering them on Saturday night trackside. So... SEN track is where to go for, for all of that this weekend. Uh, I think Damien Watson will be uh, in the seat this weekend, so that'll be good fun. Um, so big one, it doesn't stop. And Hunter Cup as well, which we're going to chat about um, with Mickey Guerin on the other side of midday. Um, there is potentially a New Zealand star on the horizon that could be uh, making its way over here. So um, plenty to get through. Uh, Bronte, we're going to take a break. So sit back, have a breather. Keep texting through 499 736736. We will be back on the other side. The Odds Couple, kicking off your Saturday morning to help you find a winner. The tags usually text me the night before saying, don't forget your coat and shirt. And I forgot it. I went into Hutchie's office. Oh, no. And Hutchie's PA has a number of coats on her rack. I actually wore one of her coats. Hers? Hers. It was like an overcoat, but it, it, it was sleeky enough that you get away that it looked like a sports jacket. Right. I actually wore one of the coats. <laughs> the Odds Couple, Saturday morning from 8 on SEN and SEN Track. SEN Summer of Cricket. Hear every ball live on your home of cricket, SEN. The Stock Take Sale is on now at 40 Winks with amazing deals as far as the eye can see. Right now, you'll get up to 50% off store-wide when you shop online or in-store. So come check out these massive savings while you can because this is one sale you won't want to miss. But hurry, the Stock Take Sale is on for a limited time. Exclusions and T's and C's apply. Go to better sleep at 40 Winks. Serious about sleep. Melbourne baseball fans, get ready because the Melbourne Aces are pitching all the action, excitement and sporting thrills you need this summer at Melbourne Ballpark. Get on down to Melbourne Ballpark and catch a game from this Thursday and support your Melbourne Aces. Kids tickets only $5 and adults from $16 online. Visit melbourneaces.com.au and click on tickets. Uncompromising beginnings define winning finishes. Champions born from a lineage of legacy. Their results written through the bloodlines of exceptional equine athletes. Nurtured by custodians who know that distinction lies in the detail, in respect for the land, in patience for progress, in the privilege of stewardship. Passion and dedication breeds reward. Experience victory with Westbury Start. 
Go to westbarista.com. Roll on up to the ultimate harness racing experience as the Trots Country Cup Carnival arrives in Bendigo for the Garrett's Horse and Hound Bendigo Pacing Cup. Saturday night, enjoy scintillating Country Cup racing, also featuring the Group 1 Aldebaran Park Maori Mile. There's plenty of kids' activities, food trucks and live entertainment or book a dining package today. Non-stop racing, music and fun. Be part of the Trots Country Cup Carnival. Visit the trots.com.au forward slash events for details. How do you deal with loneliness? I was working about 1,500 kilometres away from home and it was very isolating. When I felt like I had some worth about who I was and what I was doing, I could be alone but still be okay. Even when you're on your own, there is hope to deal with loneliness. I'm Richard Fox from messagesofhope.org.au. For more about understanding loneliness and finding hope when you feel lonely, go to messagesofhope.org.au. New Hilux stock has arrived and is available now at Kilmore Toyota. Located not far north of Melbourne. Get in before the holidays and view the new demonstrator vehicles on display. Great savings to be had with their used vehicle clearance sale on now to make room for 2024 stock. Take the drive north to Kilmore Toyota and experience the way they sell cars differently. To view stock listings, visit kilmoretoyota.com.au. LMCT 808. Oh, what a feeling. Toyota. Mate. Yeah, mate. Did you hear? Did you hear what? Mate now has double data on select mobile plans. Double data? Yeah, mate. That's what I said. Double data. Well, how do I get it, mate? Easy. Visit letsbemates.com.au or search mate online. Search mate online? Yes, mate. Letsbemates.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Energy bill got you cowering in fear? At Tango Energy, we get it. Life's expensive. That's why we're making bill time easier on your wallet with our low rates. Right now, Tango has some shockingly low rates on offer. And we've made the switch easier than ever with our online sign-up that takes just two minutes. Plus, with no lock-in contracts or exit fees, why wait? You could start saving now. Visit tangoenergy.com to see the rates for yourself. Tango, Tango, Tango Energy. Miss your favourite show? Want to catch up on an interview? Download and listen to every SEN podcast when you want it. Or on the SEN app. Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Toby McKinnon on SEN Track. Join the conversation on 0499 736 Trots Live, Thursday, the 4th of January edition. Paul Sebastiani in the driver's seat for Toby McKinnon. Bronte Neuenberg uh, joins us as well. How are you finding it so far, Bronte? I'm very relaxed. Okay, I'm a good. Bit distracted looking around just then at all the uh, tech-savvy things. Yes, there's, there's plenty going on uh, here in the SEN studios. We've got, uh, of course, Trackside, uh, Thursday Trackside coming up uh, at 1pm Australian Eastern Time today with uh, Tags and Cam. So that's going to be a... Uh, that's going to be a bumper day. Uh, plenty of racing to get through. We've got Musselbrook from a thoroughbred perspective. We've got Yarra Valley in Victoria, Mount Barker and Gatton, uh, WA in Queensland meeting. So four main thoroughbred meetings uh, to get us going for today. But uh, Ballarat, Penrith, Redcliffe 
and Tamworth tonight from uh, a harness racing perspective. Uh, I've got one bet tonight at Ballarat, which I'll get to on the other side of the hour, Mark. I might save it for a little bit later on the program. Uh, Mickey Guerin is going to join us on the other side of midday here, Australian Eastern time across the east coast of Australia. So we're going to have a chat to him about a horse called Don't Stop Dreaming, uh, who he penned an article about. Uh, who could be coming over here across the Tasman to race in the Hunter Cup. So uh, we will ask Mick about all of that and more on the other side of the break. Uh, 0499 736 736 is the text number to get involved. If you've got any questions for Mick, if you've got any questions for Bronte and I, uh, be sure to send them through. Uh, We'll get this break out the way. The second half of Trot's Life about to come. Again, that text line 0499 736 736. Uh, on the other side of the break, Mickey Guerin will join us. We'll also be joined by Simon Jones as well uh, at about 12, at about 20 past 12 for a South Australian form update. And hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get in touch uh, with Jack Law to preview uh, some of his drives for the weekend for Bendigo on Saturday. The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime. I'm Mark Raybrook with SEN News. Another life has been lost on the roads this holiday season after a head-on collision west of Geelong. A child has been killed, another is in hospital in a serious but stable condition, two other adults also in serious condition. Iran has blamed Israel and the United States for twin bomb blasts that have killed at least 95 people in the country's south. The blasts, about 15 minutes apart, struck near the Martyrs Cemetery where supporters had gathered to mark the anniversary of the death of a Revolutionary Guards general killed in a US airstrike four years ago. The US has denied any involvement. Meantime, Australia has joined 12 other countries warning Houthi rebels to stop attacks in the Red Sea. U.S. National Security Council coordinator John Kirby says many other nations also support the sentiment. There are, as you know, many nations uh, that are uh, assisting us in Operation Prosperity Guardian in the Red Sea that don't want to be public, that are contributing capabilities, but they don't want it public. Nineteen more occupations have been added to the Australian Apprenticeship Priority List, enabling more trainees to access to a $10,000 cash boost as the federal government looks to fill skill shortages. And a new record for new car sales was set in 2023 with more than 1.2 million new vehicles sold in the 12 months, eclipsing the previous record set in 2017. SEN.com.au Sport is next. Every game has a beginning. The Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. You to buy or rent on digital. Alex Dimonor has beaten Novak Djokovic 6-4-6-4 to lead Australia into the semi-final of the United Tennis Cup where they'll play either Greece or Germany. Well, number one Luke Thompson has come from behind to beat 16-year-old Luke Littler to win the World Darts Championship and the $1 million-plus first prize. And Scotty Scheffler has been voted PGA Tour Player of the Year. Hello again, Sebastian Cant here. I suffer from neck pain. I now know why people rave about Spinal Ease pillows. They're life-changing. Search Spinal E-Z-E. 
lot going on the Mornington Peninsula Freeway southbound through Rosebud, approaching the Jenny Road roundabout as people head to the beach. Also quite heavy on Point and Pin Road, both ways through Capital Sound, Rye and Sorrento. And reports of a crash up in Calarama, Mount Anton Tourist Road, west of Inverness Road. Bevmarks, the sleep professional's January sale has 50% off all mattresses and 20% off all furniture. No exceptions available at all Bevmarks stores and online. That's the latest traffic on SEN Track, your home of racing this summer. The Australian Open 2024, here alive on your home of sport, SEN. Miss your favourite show? Want to catch up on an interview? Download and listen to every SEN podcast when you want it. Or on the SEN app. Thoroughbred Sales. Compare all your available options at thoroughbredsales.com.au. Partly cloudy in the east this afternoon and far north with isolated showers and there is the chance of a thunderstorm becoming mostly sunny in the southwest. And Giddy Up with Josh Jenkins is back tomorrow morning from 9, right here on SEN Track. Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Toby McKinnon on SEN Track. Join the conversation on 0499 736 736. 4th of January edition, Paul Sebastiani here with you. Bronte Neuenberg uh, is with us as well. And we're about to have a chat uh, with New Zealand Racing Journal and harness racing expert Michael Akiran. Uh, very excited to have this chat because uh, there is a potential superstar uh, who is going to make its way across the Tasman to the Hunter Cup, which is run it's, it's in just under a month, isn't it? The Hunter Cup, something like that off the top of my head. It's very soon. It's very, very soon. We'll keep it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael joins us uh, on the line. Uh, Michael, a very warm welcome to you. How are you? Oh, well, thank you, Paul. Um, happy New Year to you. To thank you. And, of course, to Bronte. I'm Hi. looking forward to, to working with her on Hunter Cup Night because it's it's shaping as the biggest night of the year yes. for Victorian harness racing. The move to put the Great Southern Star, which is the three-race shot on the same night rather than the night before, I think it's a very good move, Paul. Um, the Hunter Cup's big. Mm. The Bonanza, that night is also big. But worldwide racing is moving away from spreading its resources over carnivals of two or three days and more aiming for mega carnivals or mega nights. Yep. So when you have a race meeting like this, the general person listening to this in Victoria wouldn't go to Melton on Friday for the Great Southern Star and then go to the Hunter Cup. But you might get them to go to a race night that contains both. So really exciting time for harness racing New South Wales. Yeah. But also, of course, um, you know, those two New Zealand horses you mentioned, Akuta and Don't Stop Dreaming, will reinvigorate the night of touch because since COVID, we've had very little true trans-Tasman harness racing and, and even more so than the gallops. I think the harness racing needs it because you have the parochial interstate rivalry of Melbourne versus Sydney and the gallops and all the hype that comes with that. Mm. Uh, harness racing, it's harder to hype up, but if you could put... You know, obviously local trainers like Greg Sugars and Jess Tubbs up against a Jason Grimson, up against a you know, Belinda McCarthy, up against an Andy Gath, and then add Mark and Nathan Purden, you're starting to have a world-class carnival. So I, I think they'll be a great addition. You know, Mick, I was actually wanting to talk to you about Don't Stop Dreaming and Akuda, obviously, but I have a very important question first, which I just noticed. I was looking at the results of their last race and I saw the track rating was 
slushy. <laughs> I have not <laughs> seen that very often. Can you explain what that is? It was just wet. Um, Bronte. It started raining during the day and it got deep and wet and it was just yuck. Yuck. And probably cost a cooter more than Don't Stop Dreaming because he was chasing the whole way. He got wide on the track. Uh, As you would know, when you're driving work or when you're in a race and the track's wet, you just get covered in mud. It's just a horrible experience for both horse and driver. So I'm willing to forgive a cooter even though he's the best horse in the country. But Don't Stop Dreaming was really good under those circumstances, considering it was his last day as a three-year-old to beat genuinely good open-class horses because Old Town Road was in there too, and he placed last year in the Cup. So he was really good. Now, he's pulled up just a little tiny bit jarred up, um, so nothing major out of that. But for that reason, their flight to Melbourne has been delayed. They were going to fly on January the 10th, they're now going to fly on January the 17th. It shouldn't interrupt the racing program because they weren't really probably going to go to Shepparton, which is on the 13th. Um, so I think they'll go to Ballarat, or they will go to Ballarat, all things being equal on the 20th. And they'll both race in the Ballarat Cup. Then they'll split their resources, and Akuta will go for the Hunter Cup. And the four-year-old, Don't Stop Dreaming, will go for the Bonanza because it's a qualifying race for the $250,000 Chariots of Fire in Sydney on March the 2nd. So um, just be a little bit careful if you're getting into the Hunter Cup market. Punters, a coot will be a yes, um, a no at this stage for Don't Stop Dreaming. And we don't really know who else is going to turn up. We, we Leap to Fame is obviously in the market but we don't know if Leap to Fame or Swayze will be there. And I would sort of have my suspicions Leap to Fame might potentially wait for a Miracle Mile campaign in Sydney. So I guess we'll find out who might they are. Yeah, definitely. I want to ask a question about Akuta and Don't Stop Dreaming because this is a question that's going to pop up. And for me, I want to know because I do not have the answer to this as a stats girl. How do their gate speeds line up with the Australians? Not good enough so far. Akuta's never been a gate speed horse, and most New Zealand horses aren't. What you do find is that if they're good enough, they can find some gate speed, and it's some, but there's obviously different versions of gate speed in Australia. Like, I think Menangle, for those horses who can draw out wide and accelerate, and of all places, Perth, have the most dazzling gate speed, um, vastly different tracks. Then you have Melbourne and Queensland where they can really roll early, but it's not quite as dramatic. And then you have New Zealand, which is another level down. And I I think it's our biggest Achilles heel. Um, Well, there's two of them. There's one's the heat. The New Zealand horses do struggle when it gets above 30 degrees. And the other one is the gate speed, because so many races, as you know, Bronte, are won on the marker pegs, particularly at Melton. And it's really hard to come around those horses and win, as we've seen with Leap to Fame in 2023, when he couldn't sit part to win races. But once he got up against the marker pegs, we saw what happened in the interdoms. So that lack of gate speed will be an issue. Not so much for Don't Stop Dreaming. He's he's quite quick off the gate, and, and he won't have to race some of those horses in the, in the Hunter Cup. But the Hunter Cup is a staying race, and that maybe helps balance it out because the New Zealand horses have a lot more experience racing at 2,700 metres or even up to 3,200 metres. But it's a really good point, and it's a crucial marketing or it's a market factor 
Yeah. Uh, because when you back these New Zealand horses, more often than not, you're not going to be on the market getting a comfortable trip. That will also be draw dependent. And a lot will also depend on who turns up for these races, Bronte, because if Leap to Fame doesn't turn up and Swayze doesn't turn up, then most of the other open class horses in Australasia might, might consider handing up to a cooter, whereas those two wouldn't. And in the futures market, you've got to say to yourself, would you be comfortable being parked outside them? The answer to that is a resounding no. And all of those three horses have the same issue of uh, not having the gate speed, so it might be the other way around, that Okuta is the one that's in front and not handing up to them. Well, and as you know, you can gear them up differently too. Obviously, we spoke about it ad nauseum on the station in the second half of 2023 that Grant needed to be able to drive. Um, leap to fame to the lead in races. As it turned out, a couple of his Queensland mates inadvertently helped him during the Inter-Dominion final up there. But um, yeah, I'm not sure a cooter is going to be geared up that way, but yeah. they're talking about a miracle mile with him. So maybe Mark will need to look at shortness, will need to buzz him up in a prelim. It's not impossible to find because Lazarus never had gate speed racing in Australasia and he ended up being one of the fastest horses off the gate in North America. But the question is, if you're going to do that to them, what do you get back? Because with any horse, Galloper or Harness, if you rev them up and really rev them up, they've got to come back to you. And if it's a new experience for them, they don't know it's 2,760 metres. They don't know how many laps of Melton the Hunter Cup is. And if you were telling them it's time to go flat knacker and then saying, I want you to relax, and they're only used to going flat knacker at the back end of a race, it can be really mentally tough on a horse, and the Australians are so used to doing it, it absolutely suits them better than, say, flip that around, a standing start two-mile race like the New Zealand Cup. Admittedly, Swayze handled that beautifully this year, but it has tripped up plenty of good Australian horses because, again, they're trying to do something they don't do week in, week out. Uh, Mick, now I just wanted to... I'm not, I'm not going to throw a barbie away or anything like that, but I just wanted to know what the sentiment was like uh, and what it has been over the last couple of weeks. Now, Swayze, of course, won the New Zealand Trotting Cup, which we just mentioned. Um, what, what was the what was the general wash-up with regards to the New Zealand trainers and, and the industry in New Zealand with regards to, you know, an Australian horse coming over there, getting the job done in one of the big races, uh, compared to, you know, maybe some of the New Zealand stars as well? What was the general wash-up after the race um, from, from then until now? Paul, I think I think people were very aware. The market yeah. was obviously very aware that yeah. the two best horses in the race, one was Australia and one was New Zealand. Yeah. And probably the one who got to the market pegs first was going to win. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And yeah. that, that's the same as the end of Dominion. So what you, you find that there's a level of parochialism, but it tends to go away pretty quickly when people have a bet. Mm. Um, but pretty much if you were to sum up 2023, every major race, more or less, was I got to the market pegs and I won because there's not much between a cooter and Leap to Fame uh, and Swayze. So when you go back over all the races, there's the occasional race lot, the Auckland Cup, where a cooter came from off the speed. But the race by Grins was a million dollars, copy that, led and won. Uh, the um, Nullarbor was a million dollars in Perth, better zipper got to the lead, market pegs and won. 
Um, the Blacks are fake. In Brisbane, exactly the same for Swayze. The New Zealand Cup, exactly the same for Swayze. And in the Inter-Dominion final, leg to fame, exactly the same. So you get the occasional race, not the sunshine sprint, where a horse will come from off the speed. But when you're going at the speed you are now, um, you know, there's no... There's no secret to the fact that at the Olympics in a 400-metre race, they stagger the lanes and starting points because the inside's a bigger advantage. That's no yep. secret. Mm. Well, harness racing is exactly the same. And it's, it tends to be undervalued. Bizarrely, the markets now and the algorithms and the bookies have now started overvaluing it to a degree because you never know who's going to get there. And they'll instantly market it as in Swayze driven side leap to fame, so he'll get the front. But as Bronte quite rightly pointed out, none of those horses have genuine gate speed. So a lot of other factors will come into it. But in harness racing, I, I don't use Betfair. That's not how I roll. Yep. But if you were watching races live and at this level, one of those good three or four, and don't get me wrong, there's some pretty good horses in Victoria too who can be playing this game as well. But if they get to the marker pegs, they're going to win eight out of ten. Mm. It might even be bigger than that. And what I did a, a, a study on New Zealand's three thousand two hundred metre races uh, above a certain level about ten years ago. Now I did it when I was bored, and <laughs> the, the, the numbers for horses who winning major two mile races, I think it was just over ninety percent. It was about ninety point eight of two mile races for a decade in New Zealand, which were above a certain level. I'm not talking maiden trots were won by horses one, two or three on the marker pegs. Because on a harness racing track that's a 1,000 metres, every bend you go around, you're going to lose about two lengths if you're in the running line. Well, in a 3,200 metre race, you're going around six bends, and that's 12 lengths. So only very, very good horses can sit parked for the majority or on the running line for the majority of a race and win. And Lazarus has been one of the few to do it. Lock and Bar Art did it. But again, usually those horses stayed out of the fight early, moved to the park for the last lap where you're not covering as much. But also you're yep. talking about lactic acid buildup in the muscles of the horses of who do work harder early. And because those Australian horses aren't used to that lactic acid buildup, because they don't race that distance so often, that was more um, prominent during a Lazarus or Lockenbach art type era. So it's a complicated matrix. But yes, when horses as good as those three we've been talking about get to the front, they will win somewhere between 80 and 90% of the yeah. time. And you're talking about, you know, su superstars who are able to handle that type of uh, tough race race shape uh, as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's something that's very, very difficult to do. Uh, Mick, what else is making news uh, across the Tasman heading into this weekend and, uh, and over the, the first month of 2024? Well, here's something you probably don't know is, is we have a lot of grass track racing in New Zealand. And by no means is it at the glamour tracks. It's not at Alexandra Park or Addington, but it's at places like Motokararu and um, all these places where you draw massive crowds because people like to sit on the grass and have a beer. Absolutely. And the turnovers have been massive. The fields are bigger because obviously the horses aren't that good, so there's plenty more bad horses floating around the world than there are good horses. And because of the big fields, people go to them and they get the galloping crowd because people having a beer and having a punt don't really care whether it's harness racing or gallops a lot of the time. So the turnovers on the, the grass track racing, which is largely inferior horses, have been astronomical, huge compared with a decent meeting at Addington. So it's been sort of our summer saviour here. It gives everybody a chance to have a break, Peter. And then, and then we go forward and, and you start reassessing who's good enough to go to Australia 
and who's not. And usually in the past, who's good enough to go to Australia would be eight to 10 to 12 horses. This year it might only be two or three with none of the trotters going because quite simply, Just Believe has been so good, able to sit parked and win those big races like Inter Dominions and Great Southern Stars and, mm-hmm. and, and all those sort of things that no one's that keen to spend 20,000 to go take them on. So that's been one of the more interesting developments has been the strength of the Australian trainers' teams. As I mentioned, Gath, Grimson, um, Sugars and Tubbs, and obviously the McCarthy. So that's just mentioning a few apart from Grant Dixon. So that's sort of scared some of the Kiwis away. And the flip side to that is also there's a lot of money in New Zealand now. There's a million-dollar slot base. So it's, um, it's been really interesting, but Harness Racing Victoria's got the two they wanted. These are the two horses they wanted more than anything else. They don't really need a trotter because just believe will sell himself to people. But they needed some new pacing blood, particularly if Leek to Fame doesn't turn up. So I think they've got the two horses they want, uh, and it'll be a nice talking point. It would be like reversing it. It'll be like if Kieran Maher and David Eustace or Chris Waller bought two horses to New Zealand for Group 1 races. It just adds a totally different dynamic. Yeah. Um, and, and it's going to create a lot of more eyeballs too because when you think about it, harness racing in Australia, decent races run at 8.30 at night. That's 10.30 at night in New Zealand. It's really hard to get people to watch harness racing at mm. 10.30 at night because most of them are asleep. But they might stay up for a cooter in a Hunter Cup. And that's crucial because not only do they share the trans-Tasman uh, turnover – but it creates villains and stories and storylines people can follow because some of those horses, much like you mentioned with Swayze in the New Zealand Cup, I'm sure plenty of people listening to this had some interest in the New Zealand Cup, but they had a lot more because Swayze was an Australian horse and he won it. Whereas I would say most people listening to this, if Swayze hadn't won that New Zealand Cup, Akuta would have, and they probably wouldn't have been that excited about it. Yeah. So I think you can't underestimate how important trans-Tasman rivalry is to harness racing as it fights the gallops, which are such a huge machine, but also fights time zones, which are really hard for people. So um, it's good to see them back. It will help with turnover. It will help with getting some of the gallops hunters to watch it on racing.com. Um, and let's hope there's a lot more of it now. COVID is behind us and some of these horses start to show that form in Australia and people say, hey, I might join the party next time around. Exactly right. Hopefully uh, 2024 is a big one for the for the Trans-Tasman rivalry and a big one for uh, New Zealand harness racing. Uh, Mick, appreciate you joining us. Thanks very much for the update uh, over in NZ and uh, looking forward to this Hunter Cup uh, in the next couple of weeks as well. Thanks very much. My pleasure, Paul, to you and to Bronte and uh, yeah. First stop for those horses, Ballarat. So well done to Ballarat. They hold a great cup night there. That's going to be January 20th. If you're in the Rat region, get along. You'll see some pretty good horses there. Love it. There we go. That's the voice of uh, Michael Guerin. Uh, we will chat to him very soon. Uh, New Zealand Harness Racing update. We're going to get to a break here on Trots Live. We will be back on the other side with Simon Jones, who's going to preview uh, what's to come uh, at Globe Derby this weekend. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. The McFlurry game has changed at Macca's with the Tim Tam Chocolate McFlurry. Rich chocolate soft serve, crunchy Tim Tam biscuit crumbs and delicious Tim Tam sauce. Some people make it look easy, like Chess Day Charlie, who's about to set a PB for a colossal one-handed dumbbell bench press. 101! 
And with the other hand, this 10-throwing thoroughbred is live-streaming Sky Racing on the Sportsbet app. Oh, God, you good thing. Stop talking to your biceps. Watch Sky Racing live anywhere with Sportsbet. Conditions apply. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The Outdoor Living and Caravan Expo rolls into Yarra Glen Racecourse for three big days, January 12 to 14. Explore the latest in caravans, campers, pods and teardrops, hybrids and heaps of camping accessories. Whether you're an adventure seeker or just want top-notch gear for your next getaway, the Outdoor Living and Caravan Expo has it all. Hey, the great outdoors are calling. Go to outdoorlivingcaravanexpo.com.au to find out more. Harness racing in the Sunshine State has never been better. The stars shine in Queensland six times a week across the Albion Park, Redcliffe and Marburg harness tracks. How good is getting tracks up with your mates for harness action? Seriously, no better place for pacing than Queensland. So get your backside trackside and check out racingqueensland.com.au. That's racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is pacing this week. And we'll catch you trackside. New Hilux stock has arrived and is available now at Kilmore Toyota. Located not far north of Melbourne. Get in before the holidays and view the new demonstrator vehicles on display. Great savings to be had with their used vehicle clearance sale on now to make room for 2024 stock. Take the drive north to Kilmore Toyota and experience the way they sell cars differently. To view stock listings, visit kilmoretoyota.com.au LMCT 808. Oh, what a feeling. Toyota. If you love a country pub, you'll love the Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee. This classic country pub is located in the town of Ultima, just down the road from Swan Hill. Grab a cold beer, meet some of the friendly locals, or join in on a Sunday session with meat off the famous smoker. They're also proud supporters of the Ultima Roos, Lara Cats, Hay Lions, and Tooley Buck Menangatang Netball Football Clubs. So come and say good day to Shane and the team at the mighty Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee. Hi, Gary Lyon here. Good mornings start with temper. Temper's range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. Also, if you're like me and have ongoing back concerns, temper mattresses assist in alleviating your pain. Find your perfect position with an easy-to-use wireless remote and massage function available at the touch of a button. Experience the temper range today. You can view temper athlete stories at temper.com.au. Temper, a mattress like no other. Brighten up your holiday plans with a double bonus Qantas points offer from Red Energy. For a limited time only, earn up to 30,000 bonus Qantas points when you switch your home electricity and gas to red on a Qantas Red Saver plan by 9 January 2024. Last boarding call for double bonus Qantas points. Switch to Red Energy online or call 131 806. T's and C's apply. Energy fact sheets available at redenergy.com.au slash EFS. Roll on up to the ultimate harness racing experience as the Trops Country Cup Carnival arrives in Shepparton for the neat line home Shepparton Gold Cup. Don't miss out on an unforgettable night Saturday, January 13 with plenty of kids activities and giveaways. Make it a day to remember for the whole family. Book your dining package today. Non-stop racing, music and fun. Be part of the Trots Country Cup Carnival and create lasting memories. Visit thetrots.com.au forward slash events. You're listening to Trots Life with Toby McKinnon. Fourth of January edition, Paul Sebastiani here in the seat for Toby McKinnon, who's a uh, 
having a uh, well-earned break. Bronte Newenberg is with us as well. Uh, we're going to change tack from New Zealand harness racing and come a little bit uh, closer to home. Uh, and we're going to take a South Australian persuasion uh, right now because Simon Jones uh, joins us on the line to chat all things South Australian harness racing. We've got a, uh, a meeting at Globe Derby this weekend. Simon, there's no fixed odds out. Uh, which I'm sure they'll be at in probably the next 24 uh, hours or so. But uh, how are you and a happy new year? Yeah, happy new year, Paul and Bronte, and good to be with you this morning. Uh, let's have a look at... Before we before we move ahead to the 6th of January uh, meeting, let's reverse and have a look at what happened um, on Saturday. Have you got any runners that sort of caught the eye that we could back uh, into the into the future that might have won or might not have won? Yeah, well, one will come up uh, as my one of my better bets on Saturday night. Ilawong Moo being for Luke O'Neill and Ken Rogers ran terrific uh, two starts ago, and then again last Saturday night. Um, and I will look to, to back it on on Saturday night this uh, this Saturday night. The only problem is it has galloped away from a mobile, so it might be one for those that bet in the run. Um, wait for it to score up and do everything right. But it's a very talented horse, so it comes out of uh, last Saturday night's meeting is one to follow and. And a tip for this week. Um, of the others, uh, yeah, there wasn't a hell of a lot that sort of was screaming at me to say, um, you know, get on next start. Um, it's, uh, yeah, there was no no outstanding performances apart from probably Illawong uh, Moonbeam. There were some good performances, but nothing with uh, flashing red lights, so to speak. And uh, heading into this weekend as well, we've got uh, we've got an eight race program too. I was just going to just more of a generic and general question when it comes to South Australian harness racing. I know, I mean, in 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 jurisdictions and all punters as well, uh, they have certain trainers and drivers and jockeys and connections that they follow. Who are some of the more popular connections in South Australia that the punters really really hone in on when it comes to their uh, when it comes to their gambling? Well, our leading drivers from last season were Ryan Hiharik and Wayne Hill, so yep. they always uh, are well followed. Ken Rogers has made a comeback. He finished with five winners on uh, Wednesday night at Port Pirie, so he uh, he had a bit of a uh, you know Stuart enforced layoff, but he's come back bigger and better than ever. So he he's a driver to follow at the moment from the stables. Obviously, Ryan Hiharik and Aaron Bain are the leading stables. Aaron Bain has a huge following with his large. Uh, ownership groups, so yep. they're always well fancied and well uh, well attended. Uh, the owners attend the meetings, so they're probably the ones uh, of the other you know local drivers. Michael A. Smith, um, yeah, generally you, you know your top half a dozen drivers have good following, but Ryan and Wayne, those horses generally, and and Kenny at the moment, they usually go around a little bit shorter than. Mm-hmm what they would with a, with another driver on. Yeah, it's, it's, sure. a, it's always a case with racing. There's always that driver and trainer combination that might go in uh, unders just due to the connections. Uh, so the eight-race program here, Globe Derby, on the 6th of January, uh, coming up this Saturday night, of course, we'll be covering that uh, here on SEN Track on uh, Saturday night. Damo Watson will be in the chair. Um, you mentioned, uh, you've mentioned one horse already. Uh, what else have we got uh, that could potentially come out? So Illawong Moonbeam, I think, is race one, number four. That was the first one that you might yep. be looking to back. Um, what else yeah, on the program? Yep, I like it. Um, if it does everything right, I just I just think it's it's building to another win and it, it is the class runner of the field. Uh, race three, we gave this one out each way last week. It ran into second spot. Race three, number four, Ideal Melody. I think it can spear to the lead on Saturday night. It is over the longer trip. It's record over the longer 22.30 is pretty good, but I want to see it in front. Amici has gate speed number three. It'll come into two if the emergency's out, but they don't, I wouldn't be using it early. It's 
uh, doesn't get home. So I thought if Idle Melody could get sort of around that six seven dollars each way, and it's in front for the man Ken Rogers, I thought he'd run a terrific race. And then race seven, number four, our Spitfire. Uh, is well suited, well graded in this trotting event. I've gone for two trotters. Could could have egg on my face, uh, but race <laughs> seven, number four, our Spitfire, generally a very good beginner, has some risky ones uh, underneath it, so I expect it to be in front and and looks well handicapped. Race seven, number four. If you can get around that two fifty mark, I think that's a good play. Love it. Um, now we you just just mentioned it earlier. Um, Ken Rogers had a fifer uh, a few days ago at Port Perio. I don't, I don't know if that's going to be the case. <laughs> this weekend as well. Maybe it might be a case of his horses going in unders at Globe Derby this weekend, just given the form he's in. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, he's got some good drives just working through the form. He's on probably three of my my top picks. So, uh, like Illawong Moonbeam race one. Uh, what else has he got? He's got, obviously, Ideal Melody in race three. I think it's a major player. He's on Budding Caesar in race four. It's racing terrifically well. Um, where else is he there? So that's his three drives. That's about it for him. I think he's got a quiet night, but he's got three decent drives um, Saturday night. So he won't be driving five, but he's some hope of taking away a treble. That's for sure. That's pretty good. Uh, tre- a treble, even even one winner on a night, still pretty good, uh, re- regardless of the scenario. Maybe a quality over quantity type scenario. Or if the two marry up and it's quality and quantity like we saw at Port Piri, uh, e- even better. Uh, what else is on the horizon for uh, Globe Derby and what's to come uh, in South Australian harness racing over the next couple of weeks, uh, Simon? Yeah, nothing really major happening. Obviously, just uh, start of the new season, so we're, we're just rolling out the meetings. We've got a good horse pool at the moment. That was one thing that came through last year was we, do, we are getting more horses to the state as our prize money increases. Uh, Mount Gambier kicks in. Obviously, they've had a couple of their meetings recently, so they've got another meeting coming up uh, next Tuesday. Uh, and then Piri, so they go alternate sort of weeks uh, with, with uh, Mount Gambier. And then we've got the Globe Derby, the regular meetings sort of on the Monday uh, and the Saturday nights. But uh, no features to, to sort of mention that I'm aware of. Um, but, yeah, some, some, some good solid racing coming up. And, yeah, looking forward to getting stuck into the 2024 uh, yeah, on the right note. Love it. Exactly right. Well, Simon, doesn't matter if they're features or not, as long as we can find winners. Uh, I reckon that's all. I reckon that's all that matters at the end of the day. Uh, can we find your handiwork on social media or, or anywhere outside of uh, SEN track? I do a, yeah, I do a little bit for SA Botra. So if you go to the, I haven't done anything since I've been on holiday the last yep. week, but SA Botra is where I, I do a voice recording, give my tips, and then we do a bit of a review of the meeting horse to follow and anything of note. Uh, that comes out of those meetings. It's short, sharp, and shiny. We don't uh, we don't go into war and peace, but we just like to <laughs> to give the participants they like hearing it. I get feedback when they're not up, so yeah, you can stop find us on the SA Botra uh, socials on Facebook or just type in SA Botra Harness Racing, and uh, that'll that'll pop up those podcasts. Beautiful, uh, Simon. Appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the weekend, and uh, hopefully we can find some winners. Sounds great. All the best, Paul. Thanks, Thanks very much. Time. There we go, Simon Jones with a. Uh, SA Harness update uh, and a few bets to, to be on uh, coming into the rest of the weekend. Uh, we're going to take the news and uh, we'll be back on the other side. The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime. I'm Mark Braybrook making news this hour. Another life has been lost on Australian roads this holiday season after a head-on collision west of Geelong. 
Iran has blamed Israel and the United States for twin bomb blasts that have killed at least 95 people in the country's south. The US has denied any involvement. And a new record for new car sales was set in 2023 with more than 1.2 million new vehicles sold in the 12 months, eclipsing the previous record that was set in 2017. SEN.com.au Sport is next. Peninsula Skoda. Escape the city traffic and head to the ultimate test drive location at Peninsula Skoda. David Warner has been dismissed for 34 as the Aussies move to 1 for 75, nearing lunch on day two. Pakistan made 313. Australia is through to the semi-finals of the United Tennis Cup after beating Serbia in Perth. And world number one Luke Thompson has beaten 16-year-old Luke Littler to win the World Darts Championships in London. The all-new SEN app. Download it today and never miss a moment of your favourite show. Streaming live anywhere, anytime. At the biggest EPL games live every Saturday and Sunday night, live right here on SEN. Partly cloudy in the east this afternoon and far north with isolated showers, and there is the chance of a thunderstorm becoming mostly sunny in the southwest. And giddy up with Josh Jenkins is back tomorrow morning from nine, right here on SEN Track. Listening to Trust Life with Toby McKinnon. Trot's Life here, Thursday the 4th of January edition. Paul Sebastiani here in the seat for Toby McKinnon. We just had a chat with uh, Simon Jones. Of course, this show, um, it'll all be podcasted up on the uh, SEN Track Trot's Life socials. Uh, so make sure you check that out. SEN.com.au is where you can find uh, the podcast edition of this a little bit later in the day. We had a chat with Steve Cleave. Of course, his little black book is flying at the moment. Uh, Mickey Guerin, we had a chat with him as well. Uh, with the New Zealand Harness Racing Update. Tori Hutchins was a, a great chat um, as well. She trained her uh, her first winner um, uh, there at St. Arda, which was uh, fantastic to have a chat about. Uh, now, Bronte, you have done a bit of powwow form for this weekend, so have you found us Have you found us a winner by well, doing the job that you should have been doing beforehand? <laughs> I can't talk about it too much because I am going to be on Trot's Vision Saturday night oh, okay. for it. So, no, <laughs> I was... Tomorrow was going to be my form day, but yep. I, I've just been looking at the Bendigo Pacing Cup and the market, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of value. Um, I think that Serge Blanco will have the power to hand up his drawn one. He's going to have the power to hand up to the best horse that comes around. And it, our Vincent Ken Go has the gate speed if it wanted to pressure, but it's the biggest outsider in the race. The other outsider in the race is Ultimate Vinny, and Ultimate Vinny on Sulky App has quite competitive times yep. and dreadful draw. I don't know where it ends up. It does have the gate speed as well. So if it got to the chair and Beyond Delight came around and sat outside and it's 1-1, it is race. It, will, it won't be on the fence, but it could be value. I'm just looking at uh, sports, but right now on my phone, but $9 a place. Okay. So... Ultimate Vinny could be my place bet. That doesn't mean I think it's going to win. I think yep. it's going to be between Serge Blanco, Beyond Delight and Hurricane Harley. Uh, the best, the fastest horse on Sorky Up is Max Delight um, and it's going to be flashing late. So mm. it's hard to find value, but I'm with Queen Elida and the trot. I think she will, I think she'll find the front. Um, I can't see visionary RC Phoenix or Travel Bug wanting to hold her out. 
and then that will obviously put Mufasa, Metro and I'm Ready Jet back in the field. So I'm with Queen Elida, even though she's very, very short. She is a, what have you, I've got a dollar thirty up here with the green machine. The tab. Uh, $1.22. $1.22, there you go. Uh, yeah, she's interesting. I'm, look, she won so well against Plymouth Chubb. Uh, two starts back, and then I know beaten, beaten a long way by just believe. But everyone gets beaten a long way by just believe. Um, she's going super, but a dollar twenty-two, dollar thirty. Ugh, yeah, I think yuck. The forgotten horse might be Mufasa Metro in the run, but again, it's too short a place. Yeah. And then I'm ready. Jet's too short a place. What'd you make of Hurricane Harley in the uh, in the pacing cup? I know we just mentioned it before, but the fifty days in between runs is for me when I do my form. That's always a it's always a bit of a query uh, I, when, yeah. when I'm doing and crunching my numbers and form. At one point, I think Hurricane Harley was one of the most talked about horses in Australia. Like, at yep. his absolute best, he's a gun. Yep. And it's a long-distance race. He's going to be on the fence, which is perfect for a horse that's first up, especially mm. when you're over the distance. And if he won, like, I, I would not be surprised. He's in the hands of Mark Pitt. I just think he's going to be at minimum three fence. So having to... It's going to be very, very hard for him to run past a horse that has blistering speed like yeah. Serge Blanco. Yeah. I thought, look, I know Steve was, he was with Beyond Delight. But he was he also was. with Cora Valley Star. He place. was. I thought, yeah, I thought Cora Valley Star could go half okay too. And I think I think Beyond Delight might just be, an, and I don't know how much of this is factored into the price at the moment. I've got 3.6 up here at the minute. Um, I don't know how much of the whole Jimmy Herberts and Emma Stewart combination is factored into the price it has to be respected of course because you know he's leading driver leaning trainer. correct exactly right so look is that factored too much into the price from what i'm looking at at the periphery i would say yes uh but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't back it if people like it go for it but i, yeah. I just think at that price it's a little bit under the odds i would say well, on the other side, flip side to that is you look at two Emma Stewart horses in the race and Mark Pitt usually gets a say on which one he drives and yep. he didn't go with Beyond Delight. So I know that James drives Beyond Delight a lot, so it's the obvious choice there. But, you know, there's the other flip side to that driver choice as well. Yep, and, and I can just hear the story of the punters on the weekend. Uh, one of them will be heavily backed. Beyond the light will probably be 360 into 250. Hurricane Harley will go the other way and Hurricane Harley will win and then everyone will be complaining. That's yep. always the case. <laughs> or neither of them will win. Or neither, yeah, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> exactly right, exactly right. Uh, we are going to get a break out the way and Bronte is going to continue to do her form uh, on the other <laughs> side of this. So, um, And hopefully uh, we will be joined by Jack Law uh, on the other side of the break to have a chat about what's to come at Bendigo this weekend and what's to come for his uh, 2024 as well. So, Trot's Life, Thursday, 4th of January edition. Paul Sebastiani, Bronte Newenberg, don't go anywhere. If you want to text in, be sure to do so, 0499 736 736. Jason, apologies, I didn't get to ask that question of, uh, of Mickey J. I'll ask him next time we're on air. So, uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be back on the other side. Love Brick Lane beer? Vote for Brick Lane's One Love Pale Ale in the Gab's Hottest 100, Australia's biggest craft beer countdown. Vote now at gabshottest100.com forward slash au. Brick Lane! Odds aren't looking good, boys. We should search. Search! Take racing up a notch with Ladbrokes Odd Search. Activate Odd Search and get bigger odds paid as cash. Available on all races at the Gold Coast this Saturday. Flatbroken, this magic millions carnival. 
max bet $100. First odd search bet only. T's and C's apply. See website for details. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Kick the new year off with a bang at Cranbourne Turf Club's Summer Nights. Reconnect with friends and family across three epic Friday nights in January, the 5th, 12th and 19th. With drink specials, live music and great tiered dining options, there's something to suit everyone. Summer nights at Cranbourne Turf Club, January 5, 12 and 19. Don't miss it. Get your tickets at cranburnturfclub.com.au or call 5996 1300. The Outdoor Living and Caravan Expo rolls into Yarra Glen Racecourse for three big days, January 12 to 14. Explore the latest in caravans, campers, pods and teardrops, hybrids and heaps of camping accessories. Whether you're an adventure seeker or just want top-notch gear for your next getaway, the Outdoor Living and Caravan Expo has it all. Hey, the great outdoors are calling. Go to outdoorlivingcaravanexpo.com.au to find out more. Tyre Power's hot summer sale gives you the power to save on a sizzling range of Kumo tyres. Start the new year with a new set of Kumo tyres. Buy three and get one free. The heat is on. Buy three and get one free on selected Kumo tyres. Plus many more hot summer sale offers store-wide at Tyre Power. Have a safe new year with a new set of tyres from Tyre Power. Our hot summer sale is on now. Visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 for your local in Independent owner. Road Freight Solutions isn't your average transport company or freight broker. They do what others don't, and that's deliver freight solutions that are awkward, difficult, or as some call it, ugly-type freight. With over 35 years of experience servicing the manufacturing, civil construction, and infrastructure sector, they offer a complete national project management solution, including transport of single pallets to full trailer loads, sourcing cranes, tilt trays, side loaders, and storage. For more information, call the guys on 852572. How do you deal with loneliness? I was working about 1,500 kilometres away from home and it was very isolating. When I felt like I had some worth about who I was and what I was doing, I could be alone but still be okay. Even when you're on your own, there is hope to deal with loneliness. I'm Richard Fox from messagesofhope.org.au. For more about understanding loneliness and finding hope when you feel lonely... Go to messagesofhope.org.au. Own a caravan, campervan or motorhome? With Camplify, you can safely rent it out when you're not using it to help pay for that next adventure or project around the house. Listing is free and simple. Visit camplify.com.au and find out why it pays to share. Love a ute? Then get into Werribee Isuzu Ute today, where the brand new D-Max is in stock and ready to go from $31,990 drive away. Or relate model MUX in stock too and ready to drive from $44,888 drive away. Plus great finance packages for ABN and private buyers and top dollar for trade-ins. Get to Werribee Isuzu Ute, Old Geelong Road, Hoppers Crossing. Visit werribeeisuzuute.com.au. LMCT114. You're listening to Trots Life with Toby McKinnon. But this time it's with Paul Sebastiani and uh, Bronte Nuremberg. Hope you are having a uh, fun time, an enjoyable time listening in to the program right across Australia, across the SEN track network. Or if you are overseas and you're an SEN expat and you're listening in via the SEN app or online. Uh, 
we were trying to get contact into contact with Jack, but I reckon he might be gearing up for a uh, a little bit of rest because he's got a pretty big weekend coming up worth of drives, and uh, he was he was in Mildura last night. Yeah, that would be practice. a four to six so hour drive. I think uh, I think the rest up out of that uh, might be a wise idea. But uh, we're going to keep people entertained because we have the Maori Mile this weekend at Bendigo on Saturday night and we've got the Bendigo Pacing Cup coming up this weekend as well. And then we'll also venture into uh, Menangle, the PG Hall uh, mobile start, which sees, hi, my name is Jeff at $1.75. But let's start with Bendigo. Uh, Bronte, because you have got your speed ratings, which come via the Sulky app, which is your little baby. Yeah, that's right. Sulky.app. So, yeah, we have lots of different diff, different ratings, uh, yep. adjusted mile rates, swoopers, gate speed, behaviour, drivers. Love it. Uh, so let's start with the Maori Mile. Queen Elida uh, comes up about a $1.20, $1.30, depending on where you shop. Uh, Mufasa Metro at $6.50 for the Justice team. RC Phoenix, um, who went well enough behind I'm Ready Jet uh, last start, was a drifter in the market and uh, ended up running second, beaten a fair way. But um, I'm Ready Jet is in the market here as well at $7.50 and it's double figures for the rest. Take us through the uh, the speed ratings and uh, and the numbers, Bronte. Yep. So if we're looking at the mile rate adjustment rating, which is yep. our national socky rating, Queen Elida has the best rating for us. And she's 0.7 seconds, if I'm doing my maths right, faster than the second best, which is Mufasa Metro. Yep. And then we also have a office favourite. Uh, office favourite? Yeah, Michael, if you're listening to this, I'm, okay. I'm boosting this horse for you. That's I'm ready, Jet. <laughs> um that one's only 0.2 seconds slower than Mufasa Metro on rate our ratings. I've got and, a soft spot for I'm Ready Jet just quietly. I had a decent size yeah, wager on it last night. Oh, okay, <laughs> fantastic. Time. So it's, it's a favourite all around. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, RC Phoenix, we have in for fourth in terms of our ratings, but there's only about, um, well, probably less than a second separating those horses, which is just not much. So yep. it will come down to the draw. It comes down to where they find their positions in the race and... The horse with the best gate speed is, uh, well, Sleepy, but Sleepy's probably not going to try and cross Queen Elida. So yep. Queen Elida, I think, should be able to find the front. Visionary might be able to keep her toes there, but I think she, there's no reason why she would uh, try and keep out a champion mare. So um, if I'm allowed to use the word champion, let's downgrade you, that to star. So you can, you can champion star. No, no, it's, it's all subjective, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, it is all subjective. Yeah, I think Queen Elida, just knowing that it's over the mile, she's so fast, she's going to find the front. Yep. And it's just, if she recovered well from coming from Queensland, there was a few starts there in Queensland where she may have tied up a little or had a few issues. So you'll probably know in the... Chris Alford will know as soon as he goes into the score-up. If she trots nicely, then she's um, probably going to win. Love it. Okay, so Queen Elida on top. Uh, again, no prizes for backing her at the dollar thirty quote, but... Is there any value in the race outside of the favour that we could potentially find? Maybe something to run a place or are we just maybe going to ignore this from a betting perspective? Well, if you look at the place odds for Mufasa Metro, I am yep. Ready Jet and RC Phoenix. It's uh, about the same odds Pretty as it tight, is for Queen yeah. Elida to win. Pretty so, tight. No. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's ignore that then, shall we? But <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a fascinating race regardless. Uh, because I think everyone wants to see how Queen Elida has returned 
uh, from our little stint uh, in Queensland, which was uh, which was pretty fruitful in the end. Uh, Bendigo Pacing Cup worth $75,000. Beyond the light, the favourite, uh, battling it out with Serge Belanco for favouritism. And Hurricane Harley and Max Delight, they're all sort of on the 360 380 $4 line of betting at the moment. So it will be interesting to see who runs favourite. But what can the Sulky app deliver us? Bronte, talk to us. Okay, so the horse that rates best in their last five starts is Max Delight. And mm-hmm. that rating is about two seconds faster than the rest of the horse's best performances in their last five starts. Right. Uh, the horse <laughs> that I mentioned earlier, the outsider, Ultimate Vinny has the best recent valid time. Oh, okay. So um, I actually have to go and have a look at what race that was. I just have the times here. But his national sulky rating for his most recent valid run was better than the rest of the field. But that doesn't mean it's that that could be because the rest of the field had a very easy run last start. Yes. I don't know the circumstances, but yep. it's... Uh, Max Delight and Ultimate Vinny coming up on top, but there is one second separating the rest of the field, so that doesn't really mean much. In terms of gate speed and the positions of the race, this is 2,600 metres. You want to be on the fence in these races. Yep. Serge Blanco obviously has the best gate speed, draws one, is going to be on the fence. Very unlikely it will hold the front because mm-hmm. it it took a sit in the Yarra Valley Pacing Cup and it right. uh, destroyed them up the straight. So I yep. can imagine he'll have a similar racing pattern. The next horse that's fast enough to come around would be our Vincent Kengo, but I doubt Serge Blanco would hand up to our Vincent Kengo, even though it won a cup last start. Uh, Ultimate Vinny sometimes get, flies the gate and so does Beyond Delight. So if Ultimate Vinny finds the chair, then Beyond Delight comes around, I think it may get the front, and if Beyond Delight gets the front, it should win, and Serge Blanco might be the one that gets the placing. And then I obviously like Max Delight, Hurricane Harley is going to be on the fence again over the 2,600. First mm-hmm. up is the concern. But, yeah, so my top four would be Beyond Delight, Serge Blanco, Hurricane Harley and Max Delight. Okay, I like it. But the five might be the value play that's from a place perspective. That's my value play. Like, okay. if, if they go crazy, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yep. I don't know where it's going to end up. That's the problem. Yep, yep. Okay, I like that. So, Ultimate Vinny, what price have you got on your... Uh, on your telephone device, your iPhone, oh, no. or what do you got, an iPhone or a Samsung? I it's an have iPhone. the newest yep. iPhone. I had to buy one when I was in at the Inter-Dominion because oh, there you go. my phone broke while I was taking a photo of Greg Sugars and uh, just believe. So. Mine's um, absolutely knackered as well, the back of it. Oh, this that's is, Yeah, this is aftermarket glassware, and I actually dropped it with the case on it, and it still broke. So That is horrible. Um, yeah, it's horrible. Not, a, not an ideal scenario, but it still works nevertheless. So I might need a new iPhone as well. I, I will get a new iPhone, by the way. On the... Uh, Sports bet, I have $3.20 um, a win for Beyond Delight. I have $61 yep. a win for Ultimate Vinny and $9 a place for Ultimate Vinny. Serge Blanco, $4.20 I reckon shop the, shop the overs, Ultimate Vinny. I, I just feel like it could... Sam Barker's team's flying. Taylor French is a great driver. She'll get it into a good position. If it remarkably managed to get the fence somehow, I don't know how it would. I think it would be definitely a place chance, but um, that, the concern is that. And this is this the Sulky app is suggesting it could run... Run into the placings? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Trust know, the system. I'm Trust not the looking. <laughs> Our back end will tell us based on the times that yep. the different draws and all of those elements come into the race. So the worst possible draw, I would say, for this horse is the five. Love it. All right. TTP. Trust the process. Sulky up. Uh, just before we head to our final break, we've got a minute. Uh, this race in Menangle, race number five on the program on Saturday, the Club Menangle PJ Hall free-for-all mobile start. Hi, my name is Jeff. 
at the Grimson Camp, dollar seventy-five. No driver notified at the moment, so I don't know if it may come out. But uh, I'm assuming it's on top with the Sulky app. Uh, yes, it has yep. the best average uh, rating. <laughs> Of its time, so that's fantastic. But Magician has the best rec- uh, best in its last five starts, Ooh. and Mac Da Vinci has the best recent. It's also you can't deny the fact that Bondi Lockdown, who's also a bit of a star, is in the race. And yep. again, I'm just having a look at it now. Two seconds separating the best mm. and the worst horse. So, okay. gate speed wise, um, the fastest gate speed horses, there's, it's equal between Double Encounter, Outer Orlando and Where You've Been Bopping. Bopping, they're not a full length faster than the horses drawn inside them, though. So it's a pretty straight line of gate speed. Um, Very interesting. The most aggressive driver will probably find the front. I like it. I like it. Um, maybe against the favourite there at $1.75. Uh, we're going to get a fi- our final break out the way. And on the other side, uh, we'll come back and wrap up the program. Brick Lane's natural draft needs no score review. It's super refreshing and the perfect beer for footy. Find it in your local Dan Murphy's. If you love a country pub, you'll love the Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee. This classic country pub is located in the town of Ultima, just down the road from Swan Hill. Grab a cold beer, meet some of the friendly locals, or join in on a Sunday session with meat off the famous smoker. They're also proud supporters of the Ultima Roos, Lara Katz, Hay Lions, and Tooley Buck Menangatang Netball Football Clubs. So come and say good day to Shane and the team at the mighty Ultima Hotel in the heart of the Mallee. Roll on up to the ultimate harness racing experience as the Trots Country Cup Carnival arrives in Cobram for the Jim Phillips Memorial Cobram Pacing Cup. Don't miss an unforgettable day this Sunday with plenty of kids' activities and a great lawn area to enjoy a picnic lunch. It's free entry for all, so it'll be a day to remember for the whole family. Non-stop racing, music and fun. Be part of the Trots Country Cup Carnival. Visit thetrots.com.au forward slash events for details. The Outdoor Living and Caravan Expo rolls into Yarra Glen Racecourse for three big days, January 12 to 14. Explore the latest in caravans, campers, pods and teardrops, hybrids and heaps of camping accessories. Whether you're an adventure seeker or just want top-notch gear for your next getaway, the Outdoor Living and Caravan Expo has it all. Hey, the great outdoors are calling. Go to outdoorlivingcaravanexpo.com.au to find out more. Welcome to a new year at Peninsula GWM, where our 2023 plate clearance continues. There's still time to save up to 4000 bucks on selected models in the GWM Ute and Havel SUV range. And it's even better value if you have an ABN. Plus, buy a GWM Aura EV and get a free GWM charging station while stocks last. Go with more. Take a test drive at Peninsula GWM, 14 Wells Road, Seaford, and now 992 Nepean Highway. Peninsula GWM. If I could go back to a moment in my life that would be live-streamed, it would definitely be my uni graduation. The moments with my friends just chilling out, laughing. It would have to be all the birthday parties because that's when we're all having the most fun. Tobin Brothers Funerals can telecast your life celebration live via their website. So friends and relatives from interstate or overseas unable to attend can still be involved. Find out more at turbanbrothers.com.au. Turbin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. G'day Australia, Glenn McGrath here. 
no one should go through breast cancer without care. That's why every virtual pink seat you buy during the NRMA Insurance Pink Test helps ensure that people with breast cancer can access the support of a McGrath breast care nurse for free. Help the McGrath Foundation reach our goal of 250 McGrath breast care nurses this year. Unite in pink and buy your virtual pink seat at pinktest.com. Whispers around Melbourne are true. It's a country pub in the city. The Emeralds Corned Beef and Calamari is as famous as any cup winner. And on those long summer nights, after work drinks hit the spot in the outdoor courtyard. With cold draft on tap, live sport on screen, it makes dollars and cents to spend summer at the Emerald. Family owned for over 32 years, everyone's a friend at the Emerald. Go be part of history. The Emerald Hotel, 415 Clarendon Street, South Melbourne. Or go to the Emerald website for bookings. Hey guys, Sam Harper here from the Melbourne Stars. There's only a couple of Big Bash games left at the G this summer. Join us this Saturday as we take on the Sydney Sixers. Tickets from melbournestars.com.au. See you at the G. You're listening to Trots Life with Toby McKinnon. Trots Live, uh, we're basically in and out. Paul Sebastiani and Bronte Newenberg. We are about to sign out. Bronte, pleasure doing it with you this morning into the afternoon, Thursday, 4th of Jan. We've got a nice shout-out from Stu off the text line. So uh, big shoes to fill. And I think, uh, if I don't mind saying so myself, I think we filled them out pretty well. Your mic's yeah, not on. There we go. That's on. better. There we go. That's a great, great way to yeah. end it. I think we did a good job. I had a heap of fun. Thanks for having me. No, not a problem. I'm sure you'll be uh, back on the airways very, very soon. Uh, I don't know if we've got a best this weekend, but uh, who was your tip in the Bendigo Cup, Beyond the Light? Let's blow out a roughie and say ultimate Vinny. I like it. Beautiful. Roughie to end uh, Trot's life for Thursday. Uh, they'll be back tomorrow with Friday form panel, Dan Malecki and Steve Cleave. On the other side, it's Thursday Trackside.